podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Tokyo Time from Anything But Footy, the Olympic and Paralympic Sport Podcast. And in this extra edition, we catch up with Ellie Robinson, whose post-race interview after her fifth-place finish in the S6 Butterfly has been the number one trending story on Twitter. Ellie won gold in Rio and competed in Tokyo despite a serious hip condition, which now means she faces a hip replacement, a condition not related to her disability. Ellie, everybody is talking about the interview you gave on television to Channel 4 yesterday. How are you today? I have to say it's been a very overwhelming um, past few hours. Um, that might have something to do with the three hours sleep I got last night. But no, it's waking up and seeing the response from the British public and also the response from other nations as well to see the people who are responding and not only famous sports people, but really heartfelt stories. I saw I saw someone on Twitter say that they have a brother who has herpes in their hip as well. And they're, they're the stories, they're the messages that really get me. And it just, what I think is so nice is that when The Last Leg told me today, they actually said, oh, you're number one, number one trending on Twitter. And I mean, it sounds so selfish, but it was kind of that, assurance that it was that reassurance it was that I guess I'm trending for me and not for a medal and it was so nice it was I think athletes can get very very caught up with the mentality I need a medal otherwise I am nothing and I definitely went through that phase after Rio probably all the way up to 2019 um and it was actually the nicest way to realise I don't need a medal to be someone. And it really is about the personality. And that is what I'm ever so grateful for because it's really given me that reality check that you don't need medals to kind of to be someone to make your mark. And I don't I don't want to talk about kind of making my mark in a way, but it's just been such an uplifting and overwhelming kind of past few hours and I'm ever so grateful for every single message that I've received because I mean I, I portray this confidence when I speak but um yeah I think like everyone I, I, I can be a sensitive soul at times <laughs> I guess I think not only athletes but athletes with disabilities as well um we do have I guess doubts we do have insecurities and to see the reaction that I've had today has put every single one of those doubts aside. When did you decide to say what you said? Was it a spur of the moment thing or was it something you've been thinking about for a while? Um, definitely something that I've been thinking about. Um, I knew from when I was told that there was nothing really left they could do to ease the pain in my hip and there was nothing that was working. It was purely just down to doing as much physio as you can and kind of grabbing the opportunity to train when my hip was okay. Um, when I got to that point, I knew like, okay, I'm going to the games. I don't care 
how I get there, I have to get the qualifying time. I have to go. I'm ending on my own terms. And from that moment, when I decided that I was going to go to the games, I wasn't going to finish. I knew that if I was going to make it this far, I had to share this story. And watching, like I said, watching Simone Biles and Tom Daly, Jack Law, Max Whitlock, all these people that only confirmed what I wanted to do. It only made me more determined to share this story. This is the game's of stories. Medals are fantastic. They are unbelievable. But I think with this games, they are the bonus. And for me, I really wanted that tangible reward for the past year, overcoming all the challenge, the difficulty that I have this year. Because I've had challenge last year and each year I face a challenge and I think, oh, this all I can really like talk about this when I finish. And then I just get another challenge the next year and I just think it's built up and this is why I'm feeling the relief that I am now. I'm so proud to be able to sit here and kind of on the other side, I've, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel because I've, I've come out the other side and I'm staring the light right in the face. I'm amidst it all. So, yeah. I often think for those of us that cover Paralympic sport, there is that narrative, isn't there, that it's brave, it's inspirational, it's about overcoming challenges. And I often find that a bit unhelpful, patronising at times, because I think it takes away from what you do as an elite sports person. But actually, from what you're saying, that is the story of your last five years and, and definitely your last 12 months, isn't it? I completely agree with you. Um, I remember, I always remember saying that where we're getting with the Paralympic Games now is we are praising Paralympians for being amazing athletes. Because obviously you look at Olympians and you think, wow, they must train so hard. They are so physically fit. They are fantastic athletes. And we're getting there with the Paralympic Games. We are looking at these Paralympians as amazing athletes. We're not just going, oh, wow, she's she's swimming with no legs. Isn't that fantastic? We're not... We're not just saying that. We're not just praising Paralympians for having a go. We're praising Paralympians for reaching the pinnacle of their career and putting their whole career on the line, their life on the, not their life on the line, but you know what I mean? Their heart and soul. They're giving everything. And I think that's kind of, it's quite nice actually that there's that difference. When I did my interview yesterday, it wasn't about, oh, you're overcoming the adversity of your disability. It wasn't anything to do with that at all. It was any Olympic athlete can go through the same thing that I have because my Perthes disease in my right hip is nothing to do with my short stature. It's nothing to do with my cartilage hypoplasia. Very long, very long condition I have there, but it's nothing to do with that. So what was really nice is that this was, this is a triumph of athleticism this wasn't anything to do with overcoming the adversity of disability and that is what I guess I was so proud of it was really the character and it was overcoming something that any Olympian would overcome and that is the message that I definitely wanted to get across I think you did very eloquently so just finally (laughs) what next um I think immediately I would just love to make the most of everything I've had such a precious um, year definitely I would like to really just 
take it all in, enjoy it, make the most of the games and everything that it has to offer. Um, yeah, I'm also doing a degree in history and politics with the Open University, so I would love to carry on doing that. Um, I've really found my passion now. Sport, obviously, was a great passion of mine, still is. I absolutely love it. I've always been competitive from day one. Love watching sport, love competing in it. And I'm now finding that Ellie or Eleanor outside the pool as well. I've developed this amazing athlete in the pool. That's sorry, that sounds so arrogant, but I think I've gone through so much doubt in the past year that actually each time that I do compliment compliment myself, I feel like I'm boasting, but I need to remind myself that actually athletes don't give themselves enough credit. And I think we need to do that more. We need to praise ourselves a little bit more because we're so quick to criticize. But anyway, I have developed that kind of fantastic athlete in the pool and I'm now developing myself outside the pool with my degree and any future career that I'd love to pursue in history and politics. So yeah, that's, I mean, that's a very long way away, but that's what's next for the next, I don't know, 10, 20, 30 years. How far do you want to go? Well, Good luck with that. Great use of the word shizzle on television <laughs> yesterday. Oh, I'm so close. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thanks so much for your time today and all the very best. And let's hope we get to speak again soon. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks. This is Tokyo Time from Anything But Footy, the Olympic and Paralympic Sport Podcast. Follow for more from the 2020 Games in 2021. <laughs>